Hey, what's happening, everybody? You're listening to another episode of the Supermarcado Bros Video Game Music Podcast. Thanks for joining us. This is the podcast where we share and discuss the very best in video game music, and that is definitely true today. Man, we got some great music. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. It's time for the 26th installment of Show and Tell, where Carl and I each bring uh, nine tracks to share mm-hmm. with one another. I haven't heard any of Carl's, except for what we're playing in with today, <laughs> and he hasn't heard any of mine, and because we're brothers and siblings there's this kind of unspoken rivalry element of we competition like to outdo each other let the games begin man i will say that i brought my a game this week there's some phenomenal tracks that i cannot wait to share with you and all the listeners sounds like same with you well for me in particular uh it was interesting i found so much good ds music today i'm actually only really? playing two tracks from uh, DS games, but I, I was like, I found so many cool, really obscure Japanese titles that I cool. never heard of before, um, and some cool kind of backstory with with some of that. So I'm excited Very to cool. talk about that a little bit. And also in particular, there's one soundtrack that I really want to share with you. Mm-hmm. I'm playing two tracks from it today, uh, but like I honestly couldn't even pick which ones to do because the whole soundtrack is so amazing. It's wow. I, I don't want to give it away, but I'm I'm really excited about it. Very cool. Yeah, I. I have a significant percentage of my playlist is from areas that you might not expect for show and tell. So I'm really actually excited about that. Uh, What you guys are hearing is my first pick of the day. This is something I found from Sega GT 2002. Can you believe this is from 2002? Uh, It's cool that they got some real performance here. It's a nice jazz fusion racing soundtrack. This is Time Attack composed by Masanori. Takeuchi. What are your thoughts on this? Interesting. Yeah, it's really cool. I love the instruments. It gives me, you know, like a, I don't know, if I had to put my finger on it, like a Sonic Mega Collection <laughs> kind of vibe. No. I might be crazy, but I'm hearing some it Mega also, Collection It also, this sounds like this. it would be, there's parts of it that remind me of our band. Oh, interesting. You know, I just thought that melody was so stuff. catchy. It's and really good. It's very surprising, but um, this track... Seems kind of by the books, like what you'd expect, you know, kind of like racing fusion music. But I just thought that melody with the real jazz octave guitar was just really tasty. This actually would be a fun one to cover. I mean, we wouldn't have guitar, but we could do, Mm -hmm. I could play that, you know, kind of guitar synth. And then this bridge section here, when the kind of synth lead comes in, it's it's very Rockman and Forte. Very That's what I was thinking. This would be sort of a fun one to play. Well, that was technically my first pick of the day, so now we're going to move on to Great way to set the tone, man. I I love that one. Well, I really wanted to play something from the 3DS game Miitopia. Oh, okay. Because it has a lot of music. Some of it is not my favorite. It's in that kind of like quirky (laughs) Nintendo oddball style that really, uh, I got to say, was probably um, very inspired by Kazumi Tataka, mm-hmm. you know, his kind of weird, zany, goofballish approach. But it's kind of like composing. the game of Telephone where it's like an impression of an impression. Right. Yeah. But there's some amazing music in this game. Uh, particularly, there, there are these uh, themes for the friends. And then there's hmm. this one called the princess theme mm-hmm. that all has this very goofy singing in it, but like really beautiful melodies that sound like hmm. they could be in a Zelda game. Wow. Uh, the track that I'm going to play, I thought would be so fun because we recently had that episode about menu music. Correct. And we played the classic Tataka Wii Shop Channel music. This mm-hmm. is a track called Catalog Orders. Hmm. And it's in sort of a, a 
similar vein of that kind of light, easy listening Nintendo music. It's from Miitopia, composed by Toshiyuki Sudo. And other composers that worked on this game were Shinji Ushiroda, Yumi Takashi, and Megumi Inoue. Hmm. And yeah, I think this one's super fun. And it almost reminds me of Pushmo or something a little bit like that. Let's take a listen to catalog orders from Miitopia. Catalog orders from Metopia. I couldn't decide which one again to do for this That's game. That's solid, man. Um, yeah, isn't that cute? I was gonna do this one called the Princess Theme, which mm-hmm. I like just as much as this, except it's kind of like only fifty seconds long. This it, one is a very short loop. This one yeah. was about the thirty-two. Most of seconds. them are very short. There's like like a hundred and thirty pieces of music in the oh, game. Oh wow! It's, it's a huge soundtrack. Um, I really love the sound of the different instruments they chose. Yeah. Some slightly more modern synths, and then some like chip stuff right um it just feels very and video the, the game-y, composition very yeah it's so quirky it is very tataka-esque it's very cutesy but then also that melody is so well crafted it is that kind of easy relaxing elevator kind of nintendo shopping style music right yeah it sounds like something that could have been like on the wii u eShop channel or something that is good yeah i i just love it what a fun way to start the day off. All right, back to me. Now, I'm excited about this one. This one has been kind of on the short list for a long time. Uh, I think I even considered it last show and tell, um, but I knew that since, for whatever reason, I didn't bring it last time, I knew I wanted to bring this today. This is from a game... No, I'm not going to say the full title because the full title is really long, but it's Ganbar Goemon Kuru Nara Koi a bunch of other things and the rough translation of it this was a ps1 ganbar goemon game only released in japan the rough translation is uh, ganbar goemon black shadow of the ayase family Mm. (laughs) so it's definitely a title that would make sense in a lot of different cultures um just kidding and i'm gonna play a track called hagure town revisited and this is composed by junko Karashima. And I just think this is such a fun piece of music. It really makes you smile. Once the main melody comes in, it's just, I just can't help myself. I just move and groove and smile. And it's just unabashed, unbridled fun. Let's take a listen to Hagure Town Revisited from Ganbar Goemon Kuru Nara Koi.
Yes. Yes, folks. That is outstanding video game music. This is Hagure Town Revisited. This is a PS1 Ganbar Goemon game composed by Junko Karashima. Yeah, it's Deese. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, that was amazing. Oh my gosh. I loved when that melody it. came in, just exactly how I explained it, Will just could not help but smile. It's just the most catchy, fun, slightly over the top, dancey. And it's all harmonized. It's oh my gosh. So no, it's wondrous. This is outstanding. I, 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 can I make this my track of the week? <laughs> I love it. I'm already regretting my choice. I mean, I had it was really hard to pick which one I wanted to do track of the week. This, I, I could have. It's just I perfect. Done this. Yeah, it's oh, so god. It's so outstanding. Good. I'm gonna have this in my head forever. Now. It's amazing. So this the, is like this is what like my new favorite. Not my favorite mm-hmm. piece of music ever, but this is gonna be like my new pet song. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, you so, know, like the Brian Wilson pet sounds? <laughs> this is gonna be my new pet, pet song. song. Um, pet song. The most recent Mercado Radio episode, there was a, tr- a different track from this game that's more of a rocking battle theme that was featured, um, but I, I saved this one up because I, I just had to share this with Will and with all of you. So, Ganbar Goemon, something about the Iso family? Yeah, the translation is uh, Black Shadow of the Ayase family. Ayase family. And something then the track we can is called all what, relate what to. Now? This is uh, Hagure Town Revisited. Dude, it's so good. It's like everything I love about video game music because it's like hip-hop meets funk meets R&B meets pop, synth, techno. Jazz. Like there's like certain parts of it that are like J-pop and very Japanesey and oh my god, it's good. It makes me think of Christmas too, and you know what? It hmm. makes me think of Sonic Mega Collection. Let's move on. <laughs> uh. No further explanation needed. Well, I think really uh, because that that ying 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 yeah ying, that quarter that kind of note thing. I feel like that's in the Sonic Mega Collection theme. Whew. Let's keep going, man. That's great. I'm gonna play a Game Boy track from a game I'd never heard hmm. of called Pro Darts. Okay. Uh, this is composed by uh, Manfred Linsner. Ooh, yes. Classic yeah. composer, and Western composer. Yeah, this is a really fun track. It's very simple and basic, but it has a great melody and really kind of classic Western implementation Manfred's with the ar- awesome. arpeggiator. I'm a big fan of but him. But there was something about this track. It just felt like it was more than the sum of its parts. Because on paper, it's very basic, but uh, it just it, it has this kind of pocket, this, this Game Boy pocket, this GB pocket pocket if you will let's <laughs> the side pocket if this you will gb side pocket too uh let's take a listen to track one from pro darts <laughs>
Isn't that fun? Makes me feel all kinds of things. Yeah, track one from Pro Darts, composed by the lovely Manfred Linsner. This was, track was composed in 1999. That's There's awesome. A little Game, Game Boy, Boy Color, track. probably. Yeah, and there's only two two pieces. This uh, could be music like a love theme from an RPG. This is like, is Pro Darts like where this main character fell in love or something? Because. Well, what I love about, I just, to me, what's great about this track, it has all the kind of tropes of Western chiptune music. Yeah. Like the arpeggiator, that kind of, there's something cool and hip but about it. But it's such a sweet it has pop this, song. Yeah, it has this really earnest little melody that's very pure. That's what sold me on it. When I was listening to it, I'm like, this is cool. But I'm like, you know, if a good melody doesn't come in, I'm probably going to pass it along. But then you get that. It's so sweet and simple. It's just, it sounds like a, a Japanese melody. Um, it kind of reminds me of uh, a little, like that Metopia thing we were listening to, and it reminds mm -hmm. me of a little bit of that like Goemon thing that we were listening to, or even the first track you were playing. That kind of purity of melody yeah. that is, is so strong, and it's kind of cool to hear that almost Japanese sounding video game melody in this so decidedly Western uh, uh, Game Boy chip tune. But yeah, I just, I love the groove of that. I thought it was really fun. It's not often that you get something that sweet and earnest and innocent from a uh, Western Game Boy composer. So that was an absolute treat. Okay, so I will say that the facet of my playlist today that is a little bit uh, heavier than you might expect is uh, from chip tuners or remixers or these kind of modern VGM artists that put out their own releases and their own albums. And so I have a significant amount of that today. Um, and I just found some amazing stuff, sometimes from people that I've been familiar with for a while and for whatever reason just haven't featured on the podcast. So I'm very excited about that facet. I think there's four tracks out of my nine today that are that case. Uh, the first one of those is from... A, I guess, chiptune slash video game slash synth, whatever, uh, modern electronic artist by the name of Nell Ward. Have you ever heard of Nell Ward? I don't think I have. Uh, this is from an album he put out called The Mondo Zone. And this is called Sea Foam Green. And the way that he designs this title is he puts a space in between each letter. So the spaced out Sea Foam Green. What's really cool about this piece of music is this was kind of inspired and slightly modeled after, and he says this on his album description, after the melody of Mabe Village from Link's Awakening. Oh, cool. And so he's taking that idea, but really making it into a new song and going into some really cool places with it. So it's kind of in between a remix and like a fully reimagining of a new piece of music. I think this is so happy. Let's take a listen to Seafoam Green from Nelward. <laughs>
that's awesome. You guys are listening to Seafoam Green from the modern, I guess, chiptune slash electronic artist Nell Ward, who's actually based in Atlanta, which is cool. Uh, this is his album, The Mondo Zone. This is absolutely outstanding. I love how far he goes and how many different surprising directions he goes with this. Again, starting from that, that basic kernel of inspiration of the Zelda theme, but taking it to some really interesting places in this bridge section here. You hear these water sound effects, and Nell Ward is an artist who has so much humor and personality in his music. He's always having so much fun and just doing things that make you smile and have some sort of reaction. This is outstanding. Yeah, it's beautiful. I love the harmonies. I like the sort of modern electronic production, mm-hmm. uh, but it's all very tasteful, and there's so much love of not just the reference track, but uh, just video game music in general. For and sure. Sort of zany creativity, that eclecticism of sound, and just sheer beauty in terms of melody and harmony man this is really outstanding it's so good you guys got to check out his album the mondo zone and all of his other albums too because i mean they're just absolutely outstanding um he has some really cool singles that he's released recently uh he does a lot of stuff it seems where there's always a video game influence to his music but one of the things that he's been doing a lot it seems like lately is making actual vocal songs where he sings mm-hmm. like lyrics on top of this stuff, which is very interesting and different, but uh, I just thought this was just too happy to pass up. Yeah, that's fantastic. All right, back to you, man. Well, I'm going to play a really beautiful uh, piece of music from Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom oh, nice. by Joe Hisaishi. This game came out uh, this year, actually, mm-hmm. and I want to play a really beautiful uh, orchestral piece called Boundless Skies. Okay. And this has sort of a. Uh, what you'd call pantonal sound Hmm. where the harmony it does change but it's very limited and the uh what sounds like harp and piano as well as woodwinds are constantly kind of doing this beautiful wash of almost like a pentatonic sound it's Mm -hmm. very dreamlike it's very hisaishi it kind of it has the sound a little bit of like um, Asiatic sort of folk music in there mm-hmm. a little bit, but it's it's such a sheer beautiful piece of music, and it's just I think it's a real treasure. Awesome. So let's take a listen to Boundless Skies.
This is beautiful. We're listening to Boundless Skies, composed by Joe Hisaishi. Boundless for the game. indeed. Mino Kuni to Revenant Kingdom. Outstanding. I love this piece of music. I love the simplicity of that melody. It's it's so simple, yeah. but it's like only he could have thought of that. And God, it's so I gorgeous. Joe. I love the just wash of it is boundless it definitely evokes the feeling of flying and freedom and just the vast open skies and open world it's really gorgeous it's such an absolute delight that we have composers like joe hisaishi working on video games i mean his influence his thumbprint really extends he and a lot of other japanese film composers extends over a lot of classic video game music um and so it's just kind of so fitting and perfect that he he gets to score this. I've yeah. never played the Nino Kuni games, and I really want to try now, just because I think I would very much yeah. enjoy it. And listening through to this soundtrack for the second one, it just solidified how great the music was for the first game because he calls back so many of those yes. themes and yes. melodies, and they're just like some of his best work. Mm-hmm. I mean, just God, he just knocked it out of the park. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, we had considered doing Nino Kuni two as as an standalone episode didn't quite make a lot of sense because there's so much calling back of the first game material and right i see a I lot of wish, servicing i almost wish we would have waited experience. until the second game came that out would have been so nice we could have done mm-hmm. some from both all right i'm really excited about this i'm gonna play a nintendo ds uh game uh it's a track from a nintendo ds game uh this is composed by yuzo kashiro who's one of my all-time favorites and one thing that's really fun about some of yuzo kashiro's work uh in this era is he He's such a fan and he grew up in this retro era of VGM that he goes out of his way a lot of times to make these alternate versions of his music, whether it's like a PC-88 version or in this case, this is like an NES chiptune version of a piece of music that he scored for the DS, you know. So the original has, you know, kind of these like sequenced uh, orchestral crappy samples which is really great and feels awesome and really imaginative but he went back and he made 8-bit arrangements of all the music and so I'm going to play one of those 8-bit arrangements and hearing it with the NES sounds it just makes it almost more impressive and like more classic Uh, I'm going to play a piece of music called Battlefield Tower of Crimson Pickets and this is from the game 7th Dragon this is the 8-bit version by Yuzo Koshiro
amazing. You guys are listening to Battlefield Tower of Crimson Pickets, 8-bit version from 7th Dragon composed by Yuzo Koshiro. I just think it's such a treat to hear music that's this expansive uh, in, in a battle piece of music that goes on for so long and in so many sections, definitely more of a modern approach to battle music. This, this entire piece is about six minutes long. And to hear it on the NES is just, is really wild. This doesn't strike me as a tracked piece of music. It, it's more than likely that he's using some sort of emulated VSTs here. Um, but I just loved that he t that he spent the time to make this 8-bit version. And you can kind of use your imagination and hear what the actual version uh, sounds like. You can kind of, all the ingredients are there. I love the sound of NES music. It's it's like my favorite presentation for video game music. It, it never disappoints. Yeah. And there's that clarity for, due to the limitations and just the perfect balance of uh, limitation and opportunity that is so exciting to me. And it's why I think so many people continue writing NES chip tunes, and it's why people still write chip music, and why someone like Yuzo Koshiro now that has access to orchestras and any kind of recorded ensemble he would want would will still go back to this sort of sound and it's not just nostalgia it's not just a fondness for the memories of the past but there really is some kind of creative spark that comes from these tools absolutely and it was interesting i wanted to just play the original you know tower of crimson pickets and which is really awesome and has more lush harmonies and things but when i heard the 8-bit version for some reason it just presented itself better it was like clear what the idea were it was more distilled and and more impressive and and, and definitely more nostalgic and, and classic feeling and so yeah I just thought this was just this is an amazing soundtrack and someday I would love to spotlight on Seventh Dragon I've been a fan of it for many years and we've played a few tracks on the podcast here and there um, it, it's an absolutely wonderful score so wow that's that's really great back to you man well I'm going to play a couple tracks from. Uh, one of my favorite discoveries of the week. It's an NES game called Roller Games. Okay. Uh, composed by huh. the 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 NSF says it credits all the like last names of these composers. Mm -hmm. But when I did some more digging, I found that it looked like it was one person, Atsushi Fujio. Um, and I believe maybe it's possible this was an arcade game first that hmm. Fujio did the music for, and okay. then maybe it was interpolated by other people, or I'm not actually positive all the things, but okay. this is the most hands down the most progressive nes score i've ever heard wow. and it's just completely obscure and it's japanese yeah all the music is fantastic uh and the first one that i'm going to play is probably just like the most classic sounding why have i never even heard of this i don't know but all the music has really interesting you know crazy odd meters a measure of five four really rapid kind of tempo interchange and there's so much just fantastic writing wow. on display and just really confident and strong uh, nes implementation and it was crazy to me this game came out in 1990 so wow. this isn't like some obscure 2003 mm -hmm. game you know where some chip tuner is just going nuts uh, and it, it feels classic. It does feel like it's not like Tim Fallon. I can't wait, it's, man. It's really fun. Uh, so let's take a listen to Broken Freeway from Roller Games, composed by Atsushi Fujio.
crazy? There's stuff like that. Oh all my god, that one, those two measures were because it was like, like you said that it was you know you made the, you kind of made this big bold claim oh it's so progressive but most of this track while it was really ba and awesome it, it felt a little bit more closer to what right. you'd expect pretty down the line <laughs> yeah and dude. then that that two measure sequence wow i have no idea what that dude, was but the it was final awesome. boss theme is crazy because it, it, it's not what you'd think it's not like crazy fast-paced shredding but as it goes it has all these really weird like progressive like drum stuff like it's, it's so tasteful it's because really it's awesome. like with this piece of music i really it was it was how they got back to the loop it was the final two yeah. measures this really weird meter thing and i really love that because the heart of the piece of music is a little more straightforward yeah. it's something you can follow and it's rocking but it's a great really cool implementation my favorite thing was those slide those harmonized slide ups really felt like yeah. it was a guitarist that's like one com common technique is you start like a fret or two away from your your goal note and then you slide to the goal note right which is very common in rock and in kind of prog and stuff but god this is killer how yeah. have i not heard of this game i know dude it's and konami I, I right couldn't pick yeah i couldn't pick the tracks to do because they're all like of equal quality and very versatile this is and insane. style like i i it's only like 18 or so pieces or maybe even fewer than that so but i would love to do like a spotlight let's on do it. it man i like, will even commit if it's to a that short, right now even I don't if it's care. a short episode it's i don't think so it would be because i think i have, would have a lot to say about yeah it. that's amazing roller games huh yeah and there was an arcade Jeez game Louise. too i think the nes game was almost a, a different style so i want to do some more digging but yeah oh my goodness so cool okay all right well this is going to be my submission for track of the week and i'm so excited for you to hear this will this is actually um a track from a chip tuner a modern chip tuner mm. and he goes by the name of titan of plasma and this is actually something that was submitted to summer chip eight which is a battle of the bits right. uh, the most recent battle and i actually submitted to this as well i've submitted a few tracks this was very highly received it was like maybe second place third place something along those lines it's a it's an nsf so it's an any it's a family tracker track chip tune i think there's some extensions um there's probably i don't know which sound chip extension was used here but it i think it's more than just the the regular channels but it is incredible very classical very shovel nighty very progressive it is so impressive compositionally technically i think you're going to get a kick out of this will this is the rise of the black sun dragons
Oh my god, this is overwhelmingly awesome. You guys are listening to the rise of the Black Sun Dragons, giving Jay Kaufman a run for his money here. This is an NSF. You can download and listen to this, all tracked on Tracker. Some sort of extension. It might be either a Konami extension, or there's a lot of different companies that each had their extension that was used for like one or two games. Uh, this is by Titan of Plasma, submitted to Summer Ship 8, which is a Battle of the Bits um, competition. This is phenomenal. Yeah, man, that's outstanding. Wow. It's so classical, and it just it keeps evolving. It, it still hasn't even... There is no loop at all. This is 4 minutes, 34 seconds total. It's just a full-blown piece of music. This must have taken so long to not only compose and arrange, but to, to sequence and so many different sections that uh, have different tempo changes and groove changes. and just I'm so impressed with the composition. Like So many modern chiptuners can make impressive sounding chiptunes with all these crazy effects, but a lot of them don't have the compositional clarity and potency that this does. I'm just blown away. Yeah, it sounds like he's using some like DPCM string samples or synth samples, like pitched yeah. stuff. There's uh, a lot of stuff going on here. Cause yeah, man, that's really impressive. I love the composition. I love the instrument choices. They're very Tim Fallon, the kind mm-hmm. of rapid duty cycle switches. Kind of the more, the, basically, um, the way you get that clear, clear kind of mm-hmm. sound is right at the beginning of an instrument. You're kind of switching duty zero, duty one, duty two, oh duty. And the gosh. more times you do that, it gives it a more kind of clear. You know who you I got to show this to? Uh, my friend Zach would eat this up. This is just yeah. so progressive oh, and classical. Oh my god, so evolving. This is amazing. All right, man, I think it's time to move on to your submission for Track of the Week. Okay, so I'm going to play another... Th- that was that was really marvelous, dude. <laughs> I'm going to play another thing from Roller Games. Okay. Uh, this one is even more progressive. I don't know. Again, I don't know what my favorite track is for this game. I, I chose this one because I thought, it, you know, it kind of it amps up the level of just how insane it is yeah even though this is actually the first stage theme so also keep that in context okay um but i basically just if i win i want to shine a little bit of light on this soundtrack and i definitely recommend anybody check it out this track is called uh bad attitude and this is the first stage theme again composed by atsushi fujio let's take a listen Incredible, man. There's no pressure this week. I don't really care what gets tracked. The week. Yeah. They're both amazing. That 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 shredding, like sustaining guitar line, guitar esque line, was so fallen. Yeah. I just love hearing this proggy music from Japanese composers because there is a little bit of a different heart to it. Right. 
oh my god, the groove to this and how confident in changing it, 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 it is measure to measure is so unlike your typical NES music. This is amazing. Well, and again, it's like it uses Konami sounds. Like it, it reminds me a little bit like the first Ninja Turtles game or something. You know, it's oh not gosh. using arpeggiation and all this crazy flashiness. So, it's like, just an incredible Almost every single measure has a different drum part right. and changing groove. Well, and that part at the beginning, boom, ba da da like yeah. it, it's it starts it's like a bar of five and then a bar of three or something yeah, it's, it's hard brilliant. to get your bearings oh my god this is great and just like that other one i mean it's more amped up in this one where they give you plenty of opportunity to settle into the groove and to feel like you're understanding it and then they subvert that just when you're in the groove they do this really crazy offbeat rhythm and oh my god it's so impressive it's like it's my favorite kind of progressive music where it's it's playing with your expectations and it's surprising you and it's it's making you more invested in listening to the music. It's not doing these things just to show off. Right. Like, it's setting up something, giving you that that very pleasing thing and then immediately taking it away. It's phenomenal. Isn't it so cool? Like I, I, I discovered this last night and I was listening to so much kind of yeah, you know, mediocre to decent sounding stuff. Oh, and I then, know, man. And then it's just like you find Isn't this. that that's why I love show and tells is because yeah. eventually you find these diamonds in the rough. Okay, this is this is the moment here. Rock, paper, scissors. No pressure because honestly either of those tracks were phenomenal. And they're both NES. That's yeah. crazy. Here we go. Fitting. Shoot, right? Yep. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Two scissors. Two we, got, scissors. we have to annotate okay, for it. Here we go. Let's close our eyes. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. We both Two did paper. papers. We're brothers. Oh here we go. Oh, my God. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Two rocks. Two rocks. Do we just make them both track of the week in this case? <laughs> I mean, we've got we three. Have we ever gotten three in a I row? I think that's a sign. I think they should just both be track of the week. We'll post yeah. them both. Rock meets We'll make rock. them both bold. Carl, rock, paper, scissors, handshake. Truce. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. All right, folks, that's a show-and-tell first. We literally tried to battle it out, but we kept tying every single time. I think that's a sign gods, that both of those... The gods of chip. The NES gods are smiling down. All right, let's move on to another pick of mine. I'm very excited about this. This is yet another um, modern artist or chiptune artist, uh, just a track from one of his albums. This is someone I've been familiar with for a while. This is Joshua Morse who's another mm. American artist, does chiptune, does remix stuff, does his own video game music stuff. This is from his album Waveform 4, and it's so funky. I think he's using some sort of Sega, maybe Sonic drum samples. So there's some FM stuff. There's some other sounds. It's incredibly funky. He is known for like making really legitimate fusion music, like almost J fusion. Like it sounds like something in the eighties out of Japan, but it's from this American dude, you know, in the two thousands. It's, it's insane. Let's take a listen to turtle dance three by Joshua Morse. <laughs>
god, this is just the best. I gotta give a shout out to my boy Carlos on this one. <laughs> I know he's grooving along to this. This is by Joshua Morse, who is an amazing artist uh, based out of Nashville, actually. Um, does amazing chiptune stuff, great remixes. We played a remix, or uh, I think a modern chiptune of his before on one of our chiptune episodes. Um, yeah, he, he's outstanding. This is Turtle Dance 3 from his album Waveform 4. This is honestly what I was imagining in my head would have been possible with uh, something I've tried, something along the lines of like High Flyer. I was trying to get, I didn't get anywhere close to this, but something like, can you use the FM sound chip to evoke something something more expressive than you might than you might think and he is just absolutely making a case for that i mean this is so expressive and groovy and it feels like it's being performed and the composition is amazing and all the little rhythmic details of when things are a little behind the beat and right. so tasty uh, oh this is phenomenal yeah it's really fun i love the way that the pcm channel is doing all those samples it yeah feels kind of classic and giving you like a splash of nostalgia and it has this sort of hip-hop aesthetic of like sampling to it you yeah, know but where it's, it's like it's, quoting all these things. i love the the orchestra hits and like the ninja turtles voice samples i assume it's from ninja turtle just that yeah you know that arcadey kind of nostalgic it, it's perfect because it has that n- 90s nostalgia but it's just such a great composition. Well, it even has that Sonic 3, come on! Yeah, like absolutely. I mean, if you're a fan of J-Fusion, I mean, this guy is the real deal. It, it's insane. I've, I I don't know anyone else currently, like, at least in, in this country, that's making music nowadays that, that is this legitimate to the J-Fusion Traditions. Oh my I god! I love the short rhythms. Incredibly funky. Yeah, man, so good. Joshua Morse, hats off. Definitely, Carl. I gotta say, you're really bringing it today. It puts the pressure on me. <laughs> I'm, I want to play a Thanks. one that you're really gonna like, though. I, I imagine maybe you've heard this before, but it's a huge soundtrack, so I, I really mm. don't know. I want to play something from Final Fantasy 15 by Yoko oh, Shimomura. I have not listened to the whole thing. It's massive. And what's great about it is, you know, it doesn't really sound like a lot of previous Final Fantasy no uh, <laughs> scores, but it does share that sort of eclectic spirit of really anything can sort of happen and that's mm-hmm. one of the th- big takeaways that i got from the game is you get a lot of what you'd want from yoko Shimomura, that earnest and tender sort of passion piano orchestra kind of stuff and then really right. big rocking orchestra when when that's required but there's this wonderful piece of just kind of like latin jazz guitar kind of music oh it's wow so just relaxing and kind of tropical sounding it's called uh golden quay Uh, Let's take a listen to it, composed by Yoko Shimomura, and I think a really outstanding melody.
Dude, this, I think, is our best show-and-tell episode we've ever done. Wow. This is absolutely outstanding. Oh, my God. I've never heard this particular track before. It's not what I would expect from Yoko Shinomura. If you told me this was a Yoko, I would have thought this must be Yoko Kano. (laughs) This must be Yoko Ono. Yeah, this is beyond tasty. I am just eating this up. Amazing. Such a good melody. You mentioned something when we were listening to it, Carl, that definitely puts your finger on uh, uh, something that I was thinking, which is that this sounds like a Naoto Kubo thing, which it is that really it's does. like, it has that Mario, Sonic, kind of really authentic Tropical, pastiche sound. Relaxing. Which is something that I think Kubo did so great in Mario Odyssey. Uh, but it's also unique, too, and fresh. Yeah. And feels like... And the guitar really chords are, are very idiomatic to the style, and and it's Man. great to have it open up to the full band eventually. That's absolutely amazing. Isn't that melody so good? It's just like, it's so great to hear such a pure melody from uh, a game music master who's yeah. written thousands of pieces of music yeah, we've gotten, for functional purposes. It's hard yeah. to keep track. I know we've gotten a lot of requests to do various modern Final Fantasy scores. For, it might have been 14 we got a request to do. Uh, we might have gotten 15 too, but yeah. From what I've heard, I am very interested in doing a 15 spotlight because... Yeah, I mean, there's so much wow. stuff there. Yeah. Holy moly. I think All we right. should do that. Finally going to go back to an actual video game, just for fun, right? You know, uh, <laughs> this is a game called... Wait, was Final Fantasy 15 not No, a I mean, my recent oh, choices have it. all been, you know, just artists. Uh, this is a video game called Saga Scarlet Grace, and it was composed by Kenji Ito. And I'm going to play a really cool piece of music. It's a very souped up, like, orchestral rock VGM sound here. This is called Divine Star Guardians. Here we go. Outstanding. You guys are listening to Divine Star Guardians from Saga Scarlet Grace, which I believe came out for the Vita. This is composed by Kenji Ito. Absolutely amazing. The sound of this and the hodgepodge of uh, influences remind me a little bit of Final Fantasy Brave Expius, having that orchestra with rock, with synth elements. It only happens in video games. Composition is amazing. I love the solo moments, like the solo trumpet, beautiful melody, beautiful performance, the violin. I love the production and the mixing. It's not easy to to get all these instruments to, to fit together naturally. You can hear everything. Everything about this is uh, just A+, in my opinion. Yeah, man, that's outstanding. I love that trumpet section. The melody oh, is so catchy beautiful. and really finely composed. 
Kenji yeah. Ito is a phenomenal composer. Carl, I've played his music I, before. I might have to agree with you on this being one of our best show and tell episodes. Mm-hmm. Just in terms of the quality of these new melodies. Every and, single track has been outstanding. Yeah. There's I'm, not even one just sort of filler. Not at all. Yeah, and it was really hard for me to pick a track of the week. Like, honestly, that uh, Turtle Dance could have totally been a track of the week. That Gonbar Goemon could have been a track for me. And, and I, I, I know that you're the same way. It's It's been really hard to choose, but... Yeah, Kenji Ito, what a, what a talent. Back to you, man. Well, I'm gonna, I, I've am gonna. i got two sort of obscure Japanese DS games that I want you to check out. Good, so write good. So write these down. Okay. The first one, this is this is a lot. You don't have to write this down. Uh, but Code Geass Hangyaku no Leiloch. No need to write it down. It's one of my faves. And uh, this one, I, I'm telling you, man, I scoured the internet. I mm-hmm. scoured to try to find who is the composer. I'm sure I watched you long find it. plays of it. Uh, it's based on an anime. And mm-hmm. both of these uh, are based on either animes or Japanese films. Um, and the music to... There's actually, I, I believe, uh, three different code uh, Gaius games okay uh one is like ps2 one is ds Mm -hmm. um but the music is fantastic the music to the uh, anime show is really good too this is just track one this is the first track in the sort of ds audio file that i was able to find Mm -hmm. and it was such a breath of fresh air i mean just like imagine you're listening to just crappy kind of generic music yeah. and then this comes on and you're like oh what is this from and then you <laughs> spend the next hour and a half trying to find out like and yeah for some of for some of these i, I had to do like guesses on who yeah, the composer would be for but sure. this one i just i couldn't find anything so let's take a listen to track one from code Geass hangyaku no leiloch Isn't that just outstanding? Amazing. Track one, unknown composer. I, I, so I don't good. even know the name of the piece. I watched a long play. I couldn't find it in the game. In the I'm not surprised. Play. That's happened so many times to me. Uh, this is everything I love about Japanese video game music because there's so much eclectic combination of influences. You have this folk-like harp ostinato arpeggio um it it feels very simple and pastoral and humble but then you have a funky electric bass underneath it and i don't even know what i would say the genre of this is uh it's just it's video game it's video game music it's really solid yeah i mean how many times have you heard this progression right here Mm -hmm. mm-hmm slash chord yeah so funky j-pop elements yeah obviously world music folk elements just wow. outstanding i mean that just that's man, great. my jaw drop but again that whole score 
fantastic really wow. really cool music. it's so sad that we don't know who composed it I, uh, I mean it's probably not the person who did the actual anime music yeah i don't think so but i couldn't even find like I, for the second game um i i tried to do a little detective work of like mm-hmm. who was composing other games by this company around a similar time did you try um but mobygames.com is a good source they mm-hmm. have credits for some games not all probably not right. this one um i really was scouring the internet for a long hmm. time to try to to find information on this but well, it's whoever got, it's did a masterful composer amazing all right well are you in the mood for a kazumi tataka bossa nova yes okay Let's just cool. play it <laughs> so this one i actually spent some time reminding myself of some of the most famous bossa novas because i had this fear that this was just an actual bossa nova it's that good and it's that natural i was like is this a famous of bossa course, nova of course it is well how do i not know this <laughs> well how will um, i not play this i like always bring a kazumi to talk no no i mean like like from the 30s or 40s like no i know yeah. but i'm just like if there's a great Tataka track and yeah. i haven't heard it this yeah is like this is called kitchen bossa from the ds game a thousand cooking recipes from ella a table a cooking game. So that's why I haven't That's why it. I haven't heard of it. Composed by Kazumi Tataka. Let's take a listen to Kitchen Bossa. Hidden gem beyond hidden gems. This is Kitchen Bossa from the DS cooking game, A Thousand Carl, Cooking this Recipes. this is my favorite piece of music that we played <laughs> today. I, this, this, this is, is outstanding. Amazing. Composed by Kazumi Tataka. And I spent hours double-checking, listening to the really famous Bossa Novas that I had already been familiar with. Just listening, is Dude, this melody from something else? You I know don't what think this it sounds is. like? It sounds like Marvin Hamlish's theme to Take the Money and Run. Okay, yeah. There's a couple other... There's like another... It's uh, reminiscent of a lot of stuff, that. but amazing and really cool implementation, for, especially for the DS. Kazumi Tataka, when that really silly plucked staccato instrument comes in, dun, 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 it, it's the same mind as, you know, We Shop Channel. Man, this is good. Carl, this so is good. such a treat. I mean, he's he's one of my all-time favorite composers. This was for you. This was oh literally for you. I was trying to find something that was from some obscure game you're that, lucky that, really that like. i didn't bring it in because that's was, like dude it was usually one of my it go-tos. was kind of a fluke to find I mean, it remember i brought in that to whom the frog bell tolls nes track yeah. that he did last well night. here's the thing is 
there's really no other source other than this YouTube video of this person who has a lot of VGM on their channel. They somehow found that Kazumi Tataka composed this. Maybe they played the game and saw in the credits. Um, but it's not widely known. It's not on his Wikipedia. Do you think he was like green lighting or, or mo what do well, you call it? Moonlighting? I don't think so. It's, it's a Nintendo published game. And uh, there's another title of this series of games on the DS. It's like Touch Generations or something along those lines. And so there were multiple games that were in that kind of series. And I think he did all of those. Um, and so, so yeah, I mean, maybe this was a game that was popular in Japan. I have no idea. But yeah, it's a, a cooking <laughs> game for the DS. How crazy. Kazumi Tataka, what a gift. What an absolute gift. Well, one of the last pieces of music that I'm going to play is, again, an obscure DS game. Uh, okay. It's so funny. Like, we just ordered our playlist, all the NES together, all the DS yep. together. Uh, but this is from a game called Dungeon of Windaria. And hmm. Windaria was a Japanese animated film from, hmm. I believe, 1986. And hmm. it was composed by a Japanese composer named Satoshi Kadokura okay. and a little-known composer named Ryuji Sasai. Interesting. The film? Yeah, the film. Wow. This is one of the things that he worked on. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I don't think he worked on this game because mm -hmm. he's not credited on it, but I don't know who composed it. And so I was wow. scouring the internet, and one guess that I have is this composer, Kenji Kaneko. Okay. Um, because... Uh, Kaneko also composed music for other games of this publisher, but yeah. like I, even other titles around the same time, there's also not information. So I right. really, I have Who's no idea. Who's the publisher? Idea. I don't remember. I was, I was looking at the developer mm -hmm. um, and trying to see other games by that. Isn't that so sad when there's just no crediting? The music's yeah, so frustrating. good. I mean, I'm sure it's in the credits of the game, but and yeah. I found a version of the credits, but it's it's all in Japanese and I can't read it. So, uh, I, someone help me find out who this composer yeah. is because this is another one, Carl. I want you to check out because more than just this piece, the entire soundtrack is fantastic. So this is the main theme from Dungeon of Windaria.
main theme from Dungeon of Windaria, composed by, I don't know, but possibly inspired hmm. by a film score worked on by Ryuji Sasai of Rudro of Rudra no Hiho fame. Probably not fame, but a, a soundtrack that we adore on this podcast. Yeah, Ryuji Sasai is an amazing talent. I'm just looking at his Wikipedia. He's not active anymore. He hasn't composed on a title since 1998. And he did do a few movies, 1982, 84, and 86. Um, he did uh, a few movies, uh, did composition. Wow. Yeah, this is amazing. It's almost like too good for the DS. Man, this whole score is really good. This is another one, dude, that you just got to check out. Wow. Amazing. What a great playlist this has been today. Let's see what I have here. Uh, the last track on my playlist is uh, another modern chip tuner slash artist slash remixer slash VGM composer. This is Schnababula, who I've been a fan of for years and excited to finally play something from him on our podcast. This is an album that I think will be very near and dear to our heart. You should check this out, Will. It's called SNESology Special hmm. Edition. And it's something that's fairly similar to some of the projects we've done, where he's basically taking uh, samples from famous SNES games and one track at a time, writing a piece of music that's kind of in that style, but also being true to his own compositional style. So, for example, he has a track using the, the Super Mario Kart samples, and it's a Latin, fun piece of music that feels kind of nostalgic for Mario Kart, but also goes in a lot of new directions. The track I'm playing uses Final Fantasy VI instruments, oh, and so man. it's very beautiful and classical and just a great album, and he, he does a great job of nailing a lot of styles, but also making it feel fresh. This is, again, uh, Shnababula. Let's take a listen to Across the Plains, which uses the instruments from Final Fantasy VI. fresh this is this is in some ways he's not really trying to model something after uematsu's final fantasy 6 work he's just trying to make a music that's overall in in the vibe of of that game Uh, and just great composition he's a wonderful composer and performer Uh, i think i've seen some videos of him on piano um yeah this is his album snesology special edition and this track is across the plains he goes by Shnabubula. I think his real name is Samuel Asher Weiss. He's based out of New York. 
Man, this is great. And what a great fitting way to end the playlist. And yeah. again, we're such of like mine. I'm going to play out with an SNES track. Oh my gosh. We were on the same page today in every way, even in our battle. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> scary. It's like we're brothers it's or something. It's like we're, we're brothers. All it took was 25 previous installments to yeah, finally get on the same page. It. Next time we'll just keep the <laughs> synchronization going and just play all the same tracks. <laughs> All right, Will, what are you playing us out with today? So another kind of game that you've probably never heard of, a Super Famicom title called... How presumptuous of you. (laughs) (laughs) A Super Famicom game called Shounen-yo Taishi o Idake. Oh, Idake, yep. Mm -hmm. And this is a theme that I believe is for... a princess in the game um and this version is called stage epilogue the game hmm. is composed by kenichi kamio and tamayuki hamada this cool. came out for the uh super famicom in 1995 well so this was so I'm much fun with. uh next week guys is i believe the last episode of october uh which will be fitting for the season and then after that you know what it is it's our favorite time of year nintendo month yeah. i absolutely cannot wait we have some really cool topics and ideas uh in store so definitely look forward to the next you know however many weeks it's going to be a lot of fun we're going to play you guys out with Will's last pick. What's the title of this again? Yeah, this is Stage Epilogue. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us and all of your wonderful support, all of your kind emails. Thanks for the the nice iTunes reviews. All that's so helpful. I wanted to plug that Underscore is coming back. We're going to do sort of a special Halloween episode. Cool. So you can look forward to that, any of you film music fans out there. Very cool. I think that just about does it. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm Will Brueggemann. Have a great week, everybody. Peace out. Peace out.